Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. It is good to be back with you in this career development series on the logical levels. Today we're talking skills and competencies, what the difference between the two are, and why you need to worry about them when it comes to building an amazing career that you thrive in. If you're liking this series or the show in general, I would love it if you would subscribe, like, review, click, link, share the podcast with somebody that you think would benefit. makes all the difference in my ability to be able to continue to do this show and help the people that listen to it, like you. So if you'd like to donate a coffee, that's also really great. There's a link in the show notes to be able to do that and access behind-the-scenes content. That's really awesome. So... Today, skills and capabilities. Actually, skills and competencies. So here, okay. (laughs) When I learned logical levels in coaching school, it was skills and capabilities. And I couldn't wrap my head around capabilities because it's usually this mixture of like competencies. Like I could never figure out the word. And I looked at the definition, like I never resonated with it. And lots of people, when they talk about logical levels, this level is just skills. So I like to say skills and competencies because from a job perspective specifically, there is a difference. Let's get into that in a second. I want to do this broadly because if you're using this framework for just about anything other than work, the difference between these two things might not matter to you. It might, but the main part of this level, because we've gone through your purpose and vision, then we went through identity, right? So purpose and vision, What's, what's my North Star? What's my guiding light in this scenario, project, work, whatever it is that you're talking about? What's my guiding light? Where's my North Star? Identities, who am I being? Who do I want to be? Values and beliefs, why is this important to me? And what do I believe to be true? And now we're getting into, okay, so I know what I believe to be true. We start thinking about, okay, how the heck am I going to bring this to life, right? Like, who am I to make this thing happen? I'm telling, you know, okay, I'm confident and my North Star is I'm going to have this resort in the Seychelles and I really value (laughs) sunshine and being outdoors Uh, and I believe to be true that I'm totally awesome at, you know, serving people in the hospitality industry. It's like, okay, now how the heck am I going to do this? The next three episodes are dedicated to more so to the how. So now we're getting a bit more into the territory of the doer, of the person that wants a bit of the details. And the very first step in logical levels is to say, okay, what do I know already? What do I know already that's going to really set me up for success here to rock this goal, this project, this vision that I've created? I've so clearly thought up this vision that I want to create. Okay, do I have all the skills Do I have all the competencies I need or is there a gap here, right? Do I need to learn something? Do I need to do a course? Do I need to get a certification? Do I have enough experience? And most of the time people that are starting their own business or moving careers, right? They'll come to me. Oh, I'm not confident because I don't have enough. I haven't had enough practice, right? Like it's just very typical for anyone starting something new, right? You lack the confidence because you don't have the experience and that's fine. Like starting anything new inherently means you don't have experience or else it wouldn't be something new, right? So If you're somebody that's starting something new and you feel like you don't have the skills and competencies to really knock it out of the park, that's okay. You're going to develop 
the skills and competencies. The whole reason why you start something new and you practice is to flex those muscles and strengthen them, right? I mean, this is episode 29 of the podcast. I'm getting better and better every episode. It's not perfect, but it's certainly somewhere different than it was in episode one. I kind of know what my vibe's about. I'm coming into a bit more confidence into how I structure episodes. I'm liking the shorter episode length, right? I'm getting kind of in my groove and that's what happens. But look, this is episode 29. Imagine where we'll be when we meet up again at episode 129. I'll have to remember that and reference this later, but you know, it's like everything takes practice and skills and competencies is just about being real with yourself about what you know already, what you need to kind of buffer up and get a little bit better at, or, and this one is a stumbling block for a lot of people, including myself. Where can you outsource or delegate? (laughs) So if you're talking about building a business or a work project or any, even, you know, building a house or running a house with your partner, going on a vacation, like sometimes if something's not in your wheelhouse, that's okay. And maybe you got to outsource and maybe that's the best thing possible. And maybe if you outsource or you delegate, so outsource just to like be very clear outsources. If you're getting, let's say an outside agency to run your ads for you, you're getting a travel agent to book your trip for you. Delegating is a little bit more like somebody that's on your team already, or maybe your husband or wife or a a friend or partner or a family member where it's a little bit more like, Hey, can you help me with such and such? And you kind of like farm it to delegate it for somebody else to do the task. Whereas outsourcing is a little bit more like you're finding a formal third party to do something. Delegation is usually used within a corporate setting, but I'm sure if you ask a lot of moms, you can they would say you can delegate to their to your kids. So, so it's all about how you view that word. But the the point being, if someone's really awesome at something, hey, no harm in identifying in this level of logical levels. And this happens with clients all the time. It's like, oh man, I want to start a business, but I'm not good at the numbers and I'm not good at, you know, legal stuff. And what am I going to do? And it's like, there, or I'm not good at design or I'm not a coder. Like, let me tell you, and starting chiefly, I am not a machine learning expert and I am not a coder. And here I am running an AI-based software company that we're moving to build an app for with patent and natural language processing and all sorts of things that I knew nothing about a year ago. And it's because I was willing to take a good hard look at my skills and competencies and fill in the gaps with people that are superstars at what they do. So be honest about the skills and competencies that you need in your project, in your vision to make your vision a reality. Be honest about that so that you're clear. Hey, okay. Like if it's, you know, you want to build a birdhouse, you want to build whatever you want to put together some Ikea furniture, like anything that it is, it's like, okay, what skills do I need? I need somebody that can read the instructions. I need somebody that's really good at putting the stuff together right? Maybe, and can lift heavy things. I need somebody that's more analytical. So let's, let's pause here and actually define this because I said I I would, and it's important from a work standpoint. So what's the difference between a skill and a competency? And I like using these two rather than skills and capabilities because capabilities to me is far too vague in the definition of capability. Um, And it's very linked to capacity. And I think capacity is oftentimes... To believe somebody has the capacity to do something is very subjective. And I I believe the competencies make more sense in this level. 
again, a purist might say, hey, it's just about skills, but let, let's get the definition going. So a skill is a specific learned ability that you need to perform a given job well. So it's very specific, right? It's more like, okay, can you code? Yes or no. It's not sort of like a broad, I mean, coding is a broad range of knowledge, but it's kind of like, okay, do you know Java or not? It's like, yes or no. Like you have that skill or you don't, right? Can you write RFPs? Like, request for, for the, a project. Like, can you, do you have your accounting license? Like, can you do, um, can you do accrual based accounting? It's like, yes or no, right? Like, do you know it or not? Whereas competencies are the knowledge is the knowledge or the behaviors that lead you to be successful in a job. So they're a bit more broad. It's a mix of knowledge and behaviors and a competency is more like a broad ability. So we're talking strategic planning, um, taking initiative, negotiation, database decision-making, analytical abilities, more like a knowledge-based approach, whereas skills are like hard skills. They're specific abilities. So hopefully that distinction helps and some people have a lot of other people might distinguish this as like soft skills, hard skills. Um, but I think this distinction is more, more specific and I like it, but that's me nerding out on, (laughs) on job development and career development terminology, but hopefully that distinction helps. And maybe you can look at both, right? So like, do I have the tangible skills? Do I have like the skills that I need to actually get this thing done? Like, do I know how to code the application? Do I have the knowledge-based skills around negotiating the deal, around building accounts to sell the software, right? And so you can kind of make a list under both headings and say, okay, skills and competencies. Do I have the necessary skills? Do I have the necessary competencies? What's maybe missing? Is there a certification of some sort, a course I need to take? Like, okay, you know, if you want to be an acupuncturist, it's like you got to have some competencies and some skills in there make that list of both. What do I need to know? And what do I know already? So similar to how we talked about with identity, like who am I being and who do I want to be? Kind of the same thing. Like, what do I already know? And this one's really important to ask yourself because some people will just feel like a project is really big and they'll just be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, that's such a broad, wide, statement. Like it's just too general. It's like, of course, you know what you're doing to some degree, right? So in this level, we're just trying to figure out, okay, what is that degree, right? Like don't beat yourself up. I don't know a single thing. It's like, come on, you've got experience. You know what you're doing to some level. Let's figure out what that level is so that we can fill in the gaps and delegate and get some awesome people to help you out, right? Not just throw this project to the wayside because you're not a whatever, right? There's so many people out there willing to help you. Lots of people will even volunteer their time. You'd be surprised. I was shocked how many people were so willing to help out with chiefly as volunteers, mentors, advisors, not getting a paycheck, but just resonated with the mission, which is so important. Why it's so important to know your why, know that, and know your values and beliefs, know your identity of your business or your project, and then know the purpose and vision you're heading toward. Because if people can relate to your vision, they're way more willing to help you out with your project or your goal right? So you can get help, but you got to know what kind of help you need. And you need to know the skills and competencies that those people need to have as well, right? 
like for me, really hard to interview somebody machine learning when I don't even know what kind of language they need to learn. What kind do they need to be agile methodology, like use agile methodology in the way they structure projects. Do I care? Like you need to know the basics there. Right. And that's just like a terminology thing and an industry standard thing, but you can definitely get help. So please think about the skills you already have because you have many And then think about the skills that you might need in order to really knock this goal or career out of the park. And you can then start filling in those gaps, right? If it's like, oh, well, um, I need more more knowledge in, like I want to be an acupuncturist. I need to do the training. I need more knowledge in Chinese medicine. I want to understand how to get more clients, you know? Oh, I feel really good at marketing, but maybe I'm not so clear on how, uh, you know, to set up a website, whatever, make that list. This is the start of your to-do list that we're going to get to later when it comes to your next tangible steps. So thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You've got so many skills already. Ask yourself what they are, fill in those gaps, and know that you have everything you need to get started. And people are so willing to help. So you've got this. I'll see you in the next episode for discussion around actions and behaviors. It's going to be a good one for all you doers that like to get down to business. We are all about action next episode, so I'll see you then.